You may be seated, but don't you lose. <laughs> don't you lose your connection. Don't you lose your faith, your expectation. <sighs> Isn't the presence of the Lord just so sweet? Ah. <sighs> He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. Now there'll be transitions that begin to take place in your family and in your business. Transitions. Kilimondo ani ingo nemaye nonongo dashika. There'll be a new operation. To those who will yield. There will be new manifestations. To those who will yield. Be willing to yield. Be willing to say. And I'll lead you in a new way. Ha. Ningo no mashikai. Ha. Hmm. Hmm. Ha. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Encounters. Wednesday nights. The word for 2022 on Wednesday nights is encounters. I believe we've encountered. And we're going to continue to encounter. Father, we pray over our pastors. Father, we pray over Pastor Justin and Annette, Dr. Savelle and Miss Carolyn. And we bless them. And we honor them. And I connect to the anointings upon their life and their ministries. Heather and I, we draw, we receive. The Father, that we add to your body tonight. That your will is done on earth as it is in heaven. And I'm believing you for the exact words. The exact utterance. That the anointings in us and on us. Build your body. Magnify you, Jesus. And we live here strong. We live here encouraged, inspired, with a plan. Hmm. And you get all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Now... Let's, let's give it our best the next little bit, okay? We're here, right? So let's give learning our best. Encounters. Uh, uh, last week I uh, was doing a, uh, a leadership teaching and I was, I was talking on the difference between being a trained leader and a transformational leader. And... The word transformation just it, it just would not leave my spirit. And we're going to talk about what, what does it look like to be a transformed believer? How does a, how does a transformed believer encounter the promises of God? A transformed believer, say it, a transformed believer. If we haven't got to meet you yet, my name's Trey, by the way. And I love you. This is my beautiful bride, Heather, and 
uh, I know that we probably need a name tag. We're like Dr. Savelle. He says he's the one of the least attending members, and we're not far behind him. Uh, Sunday, we were ministering in Hamilton, Texas, and then uh, Monday, I flew to Colorado and preached and flew back yesterday and preached in Weatherford last night and did leadership teaching this morning, and here we are tonight, and uh, I'll fly to California Friday, and I'll do roping clinics during the day Saturday and Sunday and preach in Merced Sunday night, and then I'll go into a corporation and teach leadership in Fresno Monday morning, and uh, we will sleep later. We got strength for our days. Amen. Amen. Transformed believers say, that's me. me. Now let's start in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Now you said you were going to give learning your best, right? 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, very familiar scripture. Verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. A new creation. The Greek word is tis is. And it means a new species of being that's never existed before. In the Greek it means an original formation. I'd never seen that before until just a few days ago. An original formation. That when we call upon the name of Jesus, we position ourselves back. To be who we are originally created to be. An original formation. There was an original formation that took place on the inside of you. The original formation, a new species of being. We became a new creation in Christ Jesus when we called upon the name of Jesus. Say it, I'm a new creation. Ezekiel 36 verse 26 through 28 and I believe they'll bring it up on the screen here. And it says, I will give you a new heart and I put a new spirit within you and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give your heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. And then you will dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. See, when we became a new creation, the spirit of God, God placed his spirit on the inside of us. And he says, I place my spirit in you and I will cause you. In other words, I will start rearranging and changing things on the inside of you. And when, we, when you and I yield to the Spirit of God, He will cause us. We will, we will want to walk in His Word. We will, we will want to worship Him. You know, worshiping God should be normal. It should be natural. The Word of God, being in love with the Word of God, it should be normal. Praising God should be normal. Operating in the gifts of the Spirit should be normal. Overcoming should be normal. Being victorious warriors should be normal. Normal. He says, I will put my Spirit within you. Say, His Spirit's in me. And I will cause you. I will cause you. I will cause you to desire. I will cause you. I will will draw you. I will cause you. Because His Spirit is doing a work in us, He will cause us a transformed believer. What does that look like? It looks like somebody that desires to walk in the Word, desires to walk in the presence of God. So when we read the Word of God, I've got to ask, is this me? 
am I yielding enough to the Spirit of God that I desire His presence? I desire His Word. I, I desire to pray. I desire to praise. I de- desire to worship. An original formation. We're created in the image and likeness of God. And it should be natural for us to rule and reign in this life through one man, Christ Jesus. It should be natural that we expect the open hand of God to provide supernaturally, unusually, extraordinary. It should be natural that when we stretch out our hand in the holy name of His Son, Jesus, things happen. A transformed believer. See, a transformed believer thinks different. To encounter the promises of God, what does a, a transformed believer do? A, a person that's in the process of being transformed. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, do not be conformed in the Amplified Classic. It says, do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas, its new attitudes, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Do not be conformed. See, the word conformed paints a picture like, a, let's, like the light fixtures. Let's say if you were to go to the factory, they would have a mold that they poured everything in for it to produce a certain shape. And he's saying, don't allow the world to pour into your way of thinking to mold you into their pattern of living, their pattern of doing. What do you think social media is designed to do when it's used in a negative light? What do you think the news is designed to do when it's not victory news? It's designed to pour all of that mess into people's thinking and their heart because it will produce the enemy's will instead of God's will. He says, don't be conformed, but be transformed. It's the word metamorpho. It's where we get our word metamorphosis, going from a caterpillar to a butterfly, a tadpole to a frog. Transformed. He says, be transformed. What does a transformed believer look like? And when I read this, can I say that this is me? Am I in the process of being transformed to prove for myself what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? To prove for myself. Have I taken ownership of my relationship with God? Have I spent enough time to be a transformed believer, understanding and discovering, proving for myself? You not proving it for me. My mom and dad not proving it for me. Me proving for myself that God is my healer. Proving for myself God is my provider. Proving for myself that God always watches over His Word to perform it. Proving for myself that He is a victorious God and I'm made in His image and likeness. Therefore, I am victorious. Proving for myself. Say for myself. It isn't pastor's job to prove out the will of God for us or doctor. It is our job, a transformed believer thinks different. So I've got to ask, do I think different than I did five years ago? Do I think different than I did three years ago? Do I think different than I did a year ago? Well, then if I do, thinking according to the Word of God, then I am in the process of being a transformed believer. See, a transformed believer thinks different. 
Because in order to live different, I've got to think different. In order to counter His will, I've got to think in alignment with His will. A transformed believer thinks different. Say it, a transformed believer thinks different. Thinks different. Am I thinking different or am I thinking just like the world? Am I thinking in alignment with the word or am I thinking just like everybody else? The sad thing is, as we travel to all different types of churches and denominations and everything, 90% of the body of Christ don't think any different than the world thinks. Do not take lightly what you are taught here. Do not take it lightly. The pastors that we have and the leadership that is in this church do not take it lightly because to encounter what God has promised, we've got to think different. I've got to ask, am I thinking different? A transformed believer does what? A transformed believer does what? Is that me? Is that you? Say it, that's me. See, a transformed believer, when they start thinking different, they will start seeing things different. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. Whenever a person turns in repentance to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. Whenever a person turns in repentance to... Whenever. Whenever. Say whenever. Whenever. Him knowing us and that we are a work in progress. Whenever. Whenever a person, we realize we've missed it, we ask for forgiveness, we repent. The prefix re, R-E in front of any word always brings it back to the original. Pent is the same word as penthouse, that there is a lot of room. So we're going along, we're a new creature in Christ Jesus, and we're beginning to think different. But we're a work in progress. And so when we miss it, we own it, we confess it, we receive the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. And it brings us back, repent, into this big room that we belong. We belong. We belong in the presence of God, right? We belong in the throne room of God. We belong in relationship with God. There is a lot of room and you belong there. When, whenever, whenever, whenever a person turns in repentant to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. The veil is stripped off and taken away. What, what veil is he, is he talking about? What is he referring to? You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4 says, The God of this world, the little g God of this world, blinds the minds of, of people. But when I live a repentant life, see, repentance isn't a one-time thing. Repentance is a gift from God to you and I. For us to walk in relationship with God. And when I live a repentant life, the veil is stripped off. Say, it is stripped off. It is stripped off. Right now, it is stripped off. And taken away. Now, the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, emancipation from bondage, freedom. And all of us, say all of us. All of us with unveiled face because we continue to behold in the Word of God as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. All of us. All of us. All of us. A transformed believer not only thinks different, but a transformed believer starts to see things differently because we continue to behold in the Word of God as in a mirror. A transformed believer begins to see things differently. That when we look into this Word, it's not just some religious manual. 
Because a transformed believer begins to see ourselves as cleansed by the blood of Jesus. We begin to see ourselves as the righteousness of God. We begin to see ourselves as victorious warriors. We begin to see ourselves winning. We begin to see ourselves overcoming. We begin to see that we're healed by the stripes of Jesus. We begin to see that we're blessed coming in and going out. A transformed believer sees differently than everybody else. So I've got to ask, is that me? Is that you? A transformed believer thinks different. Say it, he thinks different. A transformed believer sees different. What do you see when you think of yourself? What do you see when you think of God? What do you see? Do you get hung up by what you see out here? He says, but when you behold, when you continue to look, you start to see. See, we look with our eyes, but we see with our heart. When we begin to look, we continue to look, the word becomes like a mirror. And now we begin to see who we are in Christ Jesus. A transformed believer sees different than everybody else. Instead of seeing the problem, we see the answer. Instead of seeing the sickness, we see the healer. Instead of seeing the inflation, regardless, he's still Jehovah Jireh, the God who sees and provides. See, a transformed believer thinks different. A transformed believer sees different. Is that you? A transformed believer thinks different. Say it, they think different. They, they see different. They say things that are different. See, a transformed believer speaks different. I'm not talking about Christianese. I'm not talking uh, the language that you just use here in the church. I'm talking when you begin to think different and you begin to see different, you're going to begin to speak different. When all hell comes against you because you think different and see different, instead of bleep, 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 bleep coming out, you're going to begin to call things that be not as though they were. You're going to realize the power of life and death is in the tongue. You're going to realize that I have what I say. You're going to realize James chapter 3, my tongue is like a bit in a horse's mouth. Or, or my tongue is like the rudder on the ship. See, what transformed believer, and I've got to ask, is that me? Am I thinking different? Am I, am I seeing different? Am I speaking different? Because James tells us that no matter if the storms of life are coming and how intense the waves get, if I will open up my mouth, my tongue will begin to turn the ship no matter how intense things get in the world. See, a transformed believer begins to say the word of God regardless of what they see in the natural. A transformed believer thinks different. Say it, they think different. Transformed believer sees different. Say it, they see different. A transformed believer begins to speak different. Say it, they speak different. Now pause before we go on. Is that you? Not just in church. A transformed believer, it becomes who we are. We think different, we see different, we speak different. A transformed believer believes different. Believes different. Regardless of what the news says, we believe different. We believe different. We believe Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to us because we believe. See, the spirit of faith believes and the spirit of faith speaks. 
A transformed believer believes different. Do you believe different than Tom, Dick, and Harry? Do you believe different than Aunt Boo Boo and Uncle Ding Dong? Do you believe different than everybody else in the world that's without God? Because the sad thing is, most of the body of Christ doesn't believe different. Yeah, they're saved and going to heaven, and that is the awesome, most important thing that there is. But in order to encounter what God has promised, we've got to think different, see different, speak different, and believe different. Say, I believe different. What do we believe? We believe the Word of God. What do we believe? We believe the Word of God. What do we believe over the doctor's report? The Word of God. What do we believe over what CNN says? The Word of God. We believe different. A transformed believer believes that somehow, way, God's going to show up. Somehow, way, God is going to manifest Himself. Somehow, way, a transformed believer believes different. And you know what an indicator is that you truly believe different? You act different. Now, I'm not saying act like a fruit loop. That's not what I'm saying. You can walk right into the middle of chaos and disorder, and because you think different and see different and speak different and believe different, you're going to act different. Not different like nobody can relate, but you're going to act like you believe God's Word. Always remember that belief drives behavior. Belief drives behavior. If I truly believe something, I'm going to behave like I believe it. If I truly believe that God is my provider, no no matter how high the fuel prices get, I'm going to act like it. A transformed believer sees different. A transformed believer thinks different. A transformed believer speaks different. A transformed believer believes different. A transformed believer acts different, does things that are different. James 2.20 says that faith without works is dead. A transformed believer feels different. Now, we're not moved by how we feel. 2 Corinthians 5 said, we walk by faith, but not by sight. Now, pause for a moment. But God gave us feelings that back up what we think, what we see, what we say, what we believe. It will affect how we feel. Feelings are supposed to support what we think. And what we believe. I mean, if I were to sit here and I, I love my Paul. My Paul's in heaven now. But man, when I grew up, I spent every moment with my Paul and we worked cows. And I remember he would not stop for lunch and I would fill my leggings as a four and five year old kid. And I was like, he, he did it one time. I didn't get to eat lunch. And I was like, uh-uh. So I filled my, my leggings, my, my chefs, whatever you would want to call them with biscuits and sausage. And I'm out there working and he didn't stop to eat lunch. We were working. He didn't catch me without it. I mean, we spent, I ate my biscuits and sausage. And when I had to go to kindergarten, we both cried. See, when I think about my Paul, my emotions change. My feelings change. See, emotion, energy, in motion. Because of the way I think and the way I see... And the way I talk and the way I believe, it's going to change the way I feel. Now, if I were to focus 
on his transition to heaven and missing him. And I sit here and I long to see him again. My emotions, my feelings are going to change. If I think about little Fluffy getting run over, it's going to change the way I feel. See how the emotions automatically, you could feel it in here. Why? Because of what you were hearing, what we were thinking. See, but a transformed believer thinks different. A transformed believer sees different. A transformed believer speaks different. A transformed believer believes different. A transformed believer acts different. A transformed believer feels different. You feel, you feel from in here. Because you're thinking different and seeing different and speaking different and believing different and acting different. You're going to feel different. That passion is going to rise on the inside of you. And now you begin to create and now you begin to act. And even though all hell is coming against you because of the way you feel, you get up when life knocks you down. You might get knocked down, but you're going to get back up eight, right? Micah chapter seven, verse seven and eight. Though I fall, I will, I will arise. How do you arise when all hell comes against you? Because of trans believer thinks different. They don't think about laying on the mat. They think about getting up. They see different. They don't see themselves laying down. They see themselves getting up. They don't talk about getting down. They talk about getting up. A transformed believer. Is that you? Is that me? A transformed believer thinks different. They see different. They talk different. They believe different. They feel different. They act different. Is that you? Am I, am I continually thinking in alignment with the Word of God? Am I continually looking into the Word of God? Am I continually acting? What's the last thing God told you to do? Because a transformed believer, transformation only takes place by action. Transformation takes place by application. Transformation takes place not by education alone, but by application. I know a lot of people who have a lot of education, but no transformation. There's a lot of churchgoers that have a lot of education, but no transformation. Why? Because transformation only comes by application. Where in our life do we need to move from knowing to doing? Where do I need to move from knowing to doing? I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. Because see, being a transformed believer is always going to be going uphill. It's going to be walking uphill every day. A transformed believer doesn't just think about climbing the hill. They don't just talk about climbing the hill. They don't go around and talk to all their buddies about, well, what do you think about climbing the hill? They don't, they don't just contemplate, one of these days I'm going to climb the hill. They don't sit back and just think, well, I need to rest, and I'm just going to keep resting, and I'm going to preserve all my energy. So when I do climb the hill... You'll never climb the hill. (laughs) No transformation. Transformation is always against the grain. Transformation doesn't just think about it. They do it. They don't just talk about it. They what? They do it. They don't just believe that they're going to climb the hill. They do it. They don't just praise their way and think, I'm just going to, I'm going to come to church and bless the Lord. And uh, no, no, 
Transformation comes by application. Transformation comes by application. Where do I need to go from knowing to doing? Am I a transformed believer? Am I in the process of being transformed? Because if I am, and I want us to look right here, and we're getting ready to be done. I had a lot more, but I just cut it short just because the Lord did what He needed to do earlier, and I just felt like this this is just a good place right here. But I've got to ask myself, Am I a transformed believer? Because to encounter the things of God that God has promised, supernatural, unusual, extraordinary provision, in order to encounter His hand, a transformed believer thinks different. So, so whatever area of life that maybe that's dealing with, when I first got saved, I had to think different about forgiveness. I had to think different about condemnation and guilt. I had to see what God thought about the way He saw me. And as I begin to think about the scriptures, about the blood of Jesus and him separate my sin as far as the east is from the west. And and I was no longer a sinner, but now I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As I begin to think different, I begin to see different. And because I begin to see different, I begin to talk different. And as I begin to talk different, I begin to believe different. And because I begin to believe different, I begin to feel different. And because I begin to feel different, I begin to act different. And the next thing I know, I was changing and I'm still changing. But we never get to a point in our life and put a flag in it and say, oh, God, has got it all figured out. No, no. A transformed believer keeps thinking different. Keeps seeing different, keeps speaking different, keeps believing different, keeps feeling different, keeps acting different than people who don't know God. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. All of this is about living by faith, because when you live by faith... You think different, you see different, you speak different, you feel different, you believe different, you act different. Is that you? Is that me? I want to pray over you. Father, I love you so much. Thank you for your word. And I declare that it is sealed by the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, I ask you to stir our hunger, to think different, to see different, to speak different, to believe different, to feel different, to act different, all for your glory. That we are carriers of your power, we are carriers of your wisdom, that we are salt and we are light. Father, that we encounter all that you have for us. And you get all the honor, you get all the glory, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Pastor, did y'all get something out of the word tonight? Would you give God praise?